Today's daf is Masechah Brachot daf Tet. In today's daf, we have a description of the Geula, many details of what happened when Bnei Yisrael left Mitzrayim. The Gemara on Amud Beis discusses that when Moshe Rabbeinu was giving his last instruction to the Bnei Yisrael, to the Jewish people, before they left Mitzrayim, he says, Daber am, speak to the people, go out, borrow various objects, gold and silver, clothing from the Egyptian neighbors. The question is, the Gemara asks, why did Hashem have to use the language na? Daber na, am. Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu, he should beg them, that they should borrow. Why did he have to beg them? So the Gemara answers that the tzaddik, tzaddik Avram Avinu, shouldn't have a grievance that Hashem promised him in the Brit Ben and Betarim, in the first promise, in the covenant, in the deal that Hashem made with Avram, that your children will be strangers, they'll be enslaved, there will be a, a difficult time, they'll be tortured. That all came true. But then there's a second promise. It says, after this, punish your oppressors and the Jews will leave with great wealth. So Hashem promised Avram that this was going to happen. So Moshe was telling the people, you have to beg, you have to beg, because we have to make sure that Avram Avinu isn't going to come to Hashem and say, hey, we had a deal. You didn't keep your side of the deal. So that had to be a way to make sure that Avram Avinu shouldn't have this grievance that Hashem actually fulfilled the first half of the prophecy and didn't fulfill the second half relating to the great wealth. Ask the Vilna Gon, and this Gemara, one of the questions that he asked, is this really why Hashem asked Moshe to do this? So that Avram Avinu shouldn't have a grievance, right? Hashem, Hashem has to keep his promise that the Jews would leave Mitzrayim with Rechush Gadol. Of course Hashem has to keep his promise. Why is he telling Moshe that? If to borrow the, 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 these things in the Mitzrayim, so that Avram Avinu shouldn't have a, shouldn't have a, a, a complaint, a taina. So, so the Vilna Gon says that really the promise of this promise that they're going to leave, that they're going to leave with great wealth, wasn't meant to refer to the requests of the items from Mitzrayim, but it was meant to actually apply to what the, what the Am Yisrael, what the Jewish people gained at Kriyat Yamsuf. Rashi writes in Parsha B'Shalach, at the story of the Kriyat Yamsuf, it says, Vayasa Moshe, and the Pasuk says, Ugdola hayta bizat hayami bizat Mitzrayim, which means that the booty from the Yamsuf, what they, what they were able to get from the from the soldiers, from everything that fell off of the, the army, military uh, vehicles, the, the horses, etc., the chariots, the, the, this was greater than what they left from Mitzrayim. That's because the Egyptians decorated their horses, as we know, with chariots, with gold, with silver, with precious stones, and that really, says the Vilna Gon, was the great wealth that they left with. Therefore, Kashbarcha has no problem. He wasn't obligated to see that they left Mitzrayim with gold, silver, clothing, since this idea of, of great wealth would take place at Kriyam Yamsuf would take place, the splitting of the sea. However, Avram Avinu could have said, he could see, he could say that he saw that Yitzhi Mitzrayim took place the morning after when, after the, the slaying of the firstborn, Makkah and yet there was no great wealth. So to avoid Avram Avinu having such a complaint, Hashem said to borrow the gold and silver also. But the real fulfillment, the real end of the story was a Kriyat Yamsuf. And that's exactly how the Vilna Gon explains is that really Yitzhi Mitzrayim was only when Parah was punished and he was finished off. That's really the conclusion of the final, of the actual leaving of Mitzrayim. So this promise that Hashem makes is to the aftermath of Kriyat Yamsuf. So it comes out that Kriyat Yamsuf is the real conclusion Yitzhi Mitzrayim. We can explain that one of the great messages of the Geula is trustworthiness, that Hashem made a promise that we can rely on. And perhaps this explains also one of the ideas behind Smicha Gula Tvila, which also appears on today's daf, and a, a number of other dafim that we've seen earlier in the Masechet, that we should connect our Geula Tar Tvila. We read everything that we read after Shema, it's the whole story of Kriyat Yamsu, it's the whole story of the Geula, that Hashem did all these things for us and punished our enemies and destroyed our enemies. That's trustworthiness. We're saying to Hashem, it's trustworthy, we're thanking Hashem that He gave us all of these things, and then we go and we can ask Hashem for things because we trust Him and we believe that He's going to give everything that we need.